Welcome to Craft Heads Podcast, episode 114. We're back. We haven't heard one in a while, Tommy. Give us one. We're back. Nice breathy one. Thank <laughs> that is you. super breathy. Hey, I just saw this. What is that? Uh, that looks bring- like me. Yes, I'm, sh- I'm bringing up a little picture for Tommy here on my computer. That was uh, us at the lake house. Isn't that amazing? Oh my gosh. You want it? Yes. I'll send it to you. I don't know if I've ever seen it. But I know. We and look completely smashed in that picture. Though. Oh, we were. Oh, okay. So, anyways, this is the podcast about nothing. Also, sometimes about something, a topic that we are given by friends, listeners, whatever. Always have a alcoholic beverage of some kind, cocktail, special liquor or beer, wine sometimes. And we used to be pretty steadfast about weekly Life is crazy. 2020 is crazy. We're doing our best. Thank you so much for hanging with us, but we record when we can. And today I'll talk about the liquor that we have and also the topic right after that. But 2020 is crazy, but also I feel like you and I have needed a few times of hanging without the podcast looming over our head. (laughs) As as weird as that sounds, because Tommy and I both love doing this, it is a chore because when we... It's so nice to just hang out and not have to do that. Yeah, because we have to dedicate at least an hour to it every yeah. single time. It'd, so. be, it'd be totally different if it were back when we were living together. Mm-hmm. It's like, who gives a shit? But yeah. anyhow, um, we have a very special spirit this evening. We have Whistle Pig, which anybody who knows anything about bourbon and whiskey, anything Whistle Pig is fancy and expensive, like even the lower tier stuff. And this is Whistle Pig Homestock Whiskey, which... Tommy got for, I'll say Tara and me, but it's pretty much for me. And then also got an amazing glass, I'm sorry, crystal decanter and glasses for me and Tara. That was a wonderful gift from Tommy and Claire for our wedding. I'm officially married now. Congratulations, church, sir. So. Thank you. Here, let's cheers. Let's and then, um, here, oh, I'm going to try it now. Dude, there's something about I would have loved that, and I'm sure yours is a little different than mine because I put a cube in mine. Mm-hmm. I like one cube in my whiskey, bourbon, whatever. Totally. I just it scotch just, too. Yeah, I'm not a huge scotch guy. I'm working on it, but there is something about that. Just taking off that bite with just a couple drops of water. I would put like maybe if I had a uh, a little uh, dropper, eye dropper. Yeah, yeah. I would put like just a couple drops of water. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it tastes so much better. And uh, speaking of Whistlepig, Jake is still a donor, right? Yeah, absolutely. Whistlepig, my Xbox friend, we've talked about him several episodes in a long time ago, but uh, he's a longtime patron. Shout out to you, man. We haven't talked about you in a while, and I miss playing Halo with Halo with you and watching Super Mario with you. Right, to Whistlepig. To Whistlepig. In more sense than one. Speaking of supporters, <clears throat> you can find us. If if you're a regular listener, we only ask one thing of you, and that is... Please don't say go out and vote. N- oh, no. <laughs> so tired By, by the way, shit. the election is tonight. As of the time of this recording, this is hours before live coverage starts, <laughs> so can't wait to get wasted tonight <laughs> and watch the, the country fall apart, regardless of the outcome. But smash that five-star review 
mm-hmm. into if you listen if you listen on Apple Podcasts, just give us a five star review if you like and listen. Seriously, don't ask anything other. If you want to tell a friend, that's great too. And if you're on the superior platform, Spotify. I think the best thing you can do for us there is follow I, follow us, I guess. But if you want to take it a step further, we are on patreon.com slash craftheadspodcast. That's where you can support us. And I'm going to make some changes to the Patreon. Tell me what you think about this. Get rid of the $3 tier. If you really if you want to go above and beyond, $5 tier, I still want to send out random craftheads care packages because I have so much weird shit to give out. So there's that. And then otherwise, if you just want to support us in the smallest level possible, $1 a month. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really about it. And most of the people that we've had this year have been with us nonstop, like all the way through COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Is, Thanks for listening. Is anybody at the $3 tier that will get dropped to $1 or what, what um, will happen to them? If, if, if I take it away as a tier, it doesn't affect anything. They can still keep giving that uh, mm-hmm. or they can bump it down. If they, it, won't, it doesn't change anything for existing patrons, it mm-hmm. will just be not an option going forward. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's Patreon's actually pretty good about that stuff. But again, thank you for listening. Thank, thank you, you for, for patroning. Yeah. Patroning. Yep. And, um, after this episode, I believe next episode, Tommy's going to do with our friend, uh, Yaro, who is born and bred in Germany, mm-hmm. lives in the States now, of course, with his wife, but, uh, Katrin, Katrin thank mm-hmm. you. And, uh, she might, I don't know if she'll join or not, but I would like to get both of their perspectives on America. You know, yes. they're both pretty fresh over here. Yeah. They, uh, they're both amazing people and we like getting different perspectives and opinions on here, obviously. So I will not be able to make it cause I'm. Tara and I are driving down to Tampa to see uh, good old Jake Kurtz and his fiance Kelly. So looking forward to all that. We got all that stuff out of the way. Now let's talk about the topic. Let's take a look. Hey, real quick before we get into it. Um, we are now introducing this podcast as the podcast about nothing. Sort of, yeah. What if we get popular, like really popular? Is that a trademark thing that we could get owned for by Seinfeld? Uh I would love Jerry Seinfeld to slap me with a lawsuit. <laughs> the fact, just getting his attention would be really cool, yeah, and yeah. I would immediately cease and desist everything. So, yeah. uh, not worried about that. Uh, speaking of Jerry, uh, I watched um, Comedians in Cars has not come out with anything new recently, but I was floating through Netflix and just needed something funny to watch. And Jerry and Eddie Murphy did a Q and A together. And it was just really interesting hearing them interact and their views on the world. Comedians are a special breed. They definitely only believe that they can hang out with other comedians because they that's just they look at the world correctly. So I, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I'm I'm interested in you watching it because I think you'll just love Jerry all the more. And um Sorry, a little tangent. Let's go on. No, totally, dude. I love it. I'm, and we had an episode, was it episode two of Comedians yeah, in Cars yeah. Getting episode Coffee? Episode two of the Craft Heads podcast. Yeah, so that was, was Black Mirror. God, that's years ago at this point, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so the topic. This is courtesy of a good friend of ours, um, Alex, who moved away to Omaha, Nebraska from Atlanta. We met him in Atlanta, had a, a relatively short amount of time enjoying his friendship here. He's out there. He's doing well. Might come back one day. That'd be super cool. But he is still a longtime listener and supporter. And I'm just going to read most of this uh, word for word on what he suggested as a topic. So preamble. 
I would like to hear you and Tommy's thoughts on personality types, parentheses, introversion, extroversion, star signs, zodiac signs, etc., whether you think they're bullshit or they factor in people's lives. Then, amble, as opposed <laughs> to the preamble, you and Tommy take personality tests with each other, live answer or not, then you compare results. Does it explain why you two are so compatible? Explain why you differ on different things? Is it all bullshit? <laughs> and the post-amble, he just talks about, um, he asked us to wrap up by linking uh, to our nature versus nurture episode and do a part two of sorts. And on that topic, episode nine was nature versus nurture. Perfect. Thank you, sir. The perfect uh, segue. And I'm pretty sure... Kai, friend Kai, was, was on there. Yeah, that was yeah. post uh, post an alley cat night. Yeah, and which he you and, guys just went to for Halloween. That's right. He and his fiance actually have since moved to uh, Minnesota. But yeah, we actually went to a rooftop party for Halloween, and that was super amazing. So, anyways, Tommy, back to starting off with the preamble, as it were. He let's let me start with that question. What are your thoughts on? being an an introvert versus an extra extrovert, what do you consider yourself? And do you think star signs, moon signs, zodiac signs, do you think they factor into people's lives? Um, from a compatibility standpoint, yes. Um, I think that you need to have people in your life that always balance you, right? Um, I think one thing that makes us really compatible is that we do have differing thoughts on extroversion versus introversion. We might be the same as far as um, parts of those. Like I feel extroverts get their energy from being around people they love. And I think that you and I are similar on that. But um, I think we're different in the fact that uh, how, how we uh interact with other people and you are um a very good example of somebody that's that i feel like people are drawn to you in a crowd magnetic yeah magnetic <laughs> in a crowd i feel like i'm i add to a crowd like i i can i can i'm not so much the star or the limelight but at least i i feel like i can keep a topic going and moving forward i actually don't know what this has to do with extroversion and introversion but um there's there's small differences between them Uh, yeah so i think a, a good summary of what you were saying is not all extroverts are created equal equally mm-hmm. nor are all introverts the same right so yeah. that's a, that's a really good point and you know not very few people are 100 percent one kind you know it's sort of a mix of both Mm -hmm. i mean it's i also i think it's probably easier for somebody who is very extroverted to take part in a situation that requires you to be more introverted Mm -hmm. than it is for somebody to be who is extremely introverted to act in an extroverted way Mm -hmm. does that make sense and would you agree with it yeah, I would. I would. But there's definitely cases where I see people that are not 100% extrovert because that's, like you said, it's really hard to be there. But there are people that can't be alone. And 
Yes. You know, they're like, I, I need to go do something. I need to like, they'll call up their, their 17th friend on their list of friends yeah. and be like, Hey, do you want to go out tonight? You yeah. Know? Or, or they'll, or they kind of, they're so extroverted and reliant on like the, maybe, maybe some of the attention that you're talking about. Like I'm not an attention whore, but like I'm a naturally, this, this feels really weird for me to say this, but would you say that I'm, a fairly charismatic person. Yeah, I mean that's what I was saying before. Uh, you yeah, don't have to I, feel well, shy. Saying well, no, that, it's like I don't want to. I don't want it to sound self-aggrandizing. But the point is, like, if it just comes natural, that's one thing. But if it's because you're like an attention whore, or you like are you really seek that out all the time, and you need that, then yeah, they they would go crazy the same way that an introvert goes crazy having to be thrust into a social situation or something like that. <clears throat> all right, so let's. What about compatibility between the two? Do you what do you think Tara is? What is is Tara an introvert or an extrovert? She is more introverted than extroverted. Mm-hmm. She's also not extreme either way. Like I, I would say, I am a I am f- further to the extroversion side than she is to the introversion side. She's a little bit closer to the center, but we both have both qualities. So Tara is like sixty percent introverted 40 percent extroverted you're like 65 percent extroverted 35 or, or even 70 30 something something yeah. like that yeah i think that's probably a pretty good who spread. is more introverted claire or tara uh tara yeah yeah it, from my perspective yeah i know it is it is a perspective thing too because i would definitely say claire is much more introverted fascinating yeah <laughs> I don't even know how to, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Claire better than I do and you, and I know Tara better than you do. So I guess that, um, it sort of makes sense that we have a different opinion there, but yeah, it's like, it's not just a matter of saying something like, Oh, we are perfectly happy with just sitting at home and doing nothing all Mm -hmm. day. It's not, that's not really what it's about, but, um, I I would say I'm fairly malleable, yeah, with my extroverted introverted because it Same. just depends on the people I'm around. I mean, I've I've dated women in my life who have been completely extroverted and I've like become more extroverted, but then like now that I'm with Claire, she's more introverted, so we talk about how much we hate people when we're just, you know, just yeah. us and <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. Yeah. I, I and I love that feeling. I mean, m- my most recent example of being an introvert was this past Sunday, which was 2 days ago. I set a new, Tara and I both set a new personal best, and by that I mean worst record. We watched 11 episodes of Mad Men. And we Alex left. Alex sent me a text about this. Yeah, we way. left for Mass and Ramen and came back and got right back to it. So Ooh, it was, Mass and Ramen? Yeah. Where did you go for Ramen afterwards? There's a new place, mm-hmm. uh, newish, called, well, I don't even know if it's in the real name, but if you look at it on Google, it's E Ramen and mm-hmm. then the plus symbol. <laughs> It, you would understand if you got there because the E is more of like a Japanese character or mm-hmm. at least it, it, I'll say a piece of art, not really a character. Mm-hmm. Anyways, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> top three ramen in the city for sure. I have a quick tangent to go on. Let's do it. Um, tipping during COVID. A lot of restaurants are doing like carry out, right? Instead of like you go in there and sit down, they're like, they they've bent themselves to be like yeah we offer carry out and you know curbside pickup all of this like mm-hmm. stuff to make it easier for people to eat in in um s- silence i want to say silence eat in solidarity with yeah. each other anyways whenever you uh, tipping is 
something that I talk about a lot with my friends. Are we supposed to be tipping more or Fuck less? No. Less? On carry out? Yeah. Definitely but, less. But these people are risking their lives to stay open during COVID. I mean, it's their livelihood, and you're lucky that I trust you to prepare my food properly. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a it's definitely a two way street when it comes to carry out. I, I still typically I do ten percent on carry out. Yeah, which I think is, in my opinion, Too generous. Yeah. yeah, like you're literally not doing anything. Yeah. I already paid you to make my food. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm paying for. The reason you tip when you sit down in a restaurant is service and yeah. how attentive they are and how friendly they are and all that stuff. So to me. The fact that I'm guaranteeing you 10% is very friendly. And like I said, I'm all, I'm already keeping your, your livelihood intact. Yeah. I, I There's like this whole transfer to electronic, you know, payment versions. They don't take your card and swipe it and bring you a receipt anymore. They have an electronic tablet that you stick it in at the table, mm-hmm. you know, and then it offers, it says, how much do you want to tip? And it like gives you that little screen that's like, it suggests 10%, 15, 20, yeah. 25 or other, yeah. which you have to go to, to like do the no tipping. You know, let's say for example, you are just carrying out and they give you the electronic scanner, the extra step of having to tap, tap other and type zero mm-hmm. is they guilt you into it. It's threatening. Nobody <laughs> guilts me into tipping. I can <laughs> promise you that. And this tangent's amazing and I'll wrap it up. But okay. the, we went out to eat recently together as couples, double date, I won't mention the place by name. We were outside and the hostess like bitched at me for taking off my mask before sitting down. We were outside Mm -hmm. and I was, I was behaved, Mm -hmm. especially because Claire was there. I didn't want to embarrass her. Like Tara (laughs) already knows me and she's got to deal with me because we're married, but I had it locked and loaded, ready to say, do you realize it is people like myself who don't give a shit? That are the reason you can still pay your bills mm-hmm. and you're giving me shit. Mm-hmm. Like, cause the people who are too terrified to leave their homes, like they're not giving you any money, like back off. I know. And that's one of those things where I, I would never say anything because it's just told to them by their manager, you know? Yeah. Unless there's somebody that's like real up nose and needs. well, she gave me attitude. Yeah. That's what I didn't like. Like yeah. if, if I were in her shoes, I would be really apologetic to people. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm going to get fired. Please, yeah. please, you know, just do what I don't know. It was a little tangent. I had to say it. And I, I wear my mask out whenever I need to. I get it. What was the rules? <laughs> and this is funny that we're talking about this, but you said you had something else locked and loaded, ready to say. And do you remember it? No, but it was, it was, it was so amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. If she would have said something again, when we were on our way out and I already paid out, the bills, we were outside walking off the patio. Like, do you have to stand up, put your mask on, walk 10 steps, take your mask off? Or oh can you God. just walk what those 10 it? steps? But you did have something. Ready I remember. To say. I remember telling you, and you were like, "Oh, it was so good." And Claire was like, "I'm so glad you didn't say that." <laughs> Who Claire said that? Yeah, because she acknowledged that it was good, but it would have been a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in the same boat as oh, her. I was gonna say. I was just gonna look her square in the eyes and say, "You have precisely no leverage right now." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Like, no, we're gonna. We're going to charge your card twice. No. Yeah. You so, can't do it. You don't have my card. Amazing tangent. Um, are you in, you're, you're more extroverted. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. more extroverted. Barely. And I'm like 51, 49 these days. Okay, well, yeah. I, I think COVID's done that to everybody. Um, the other follow up to the preamble only, we got to pick this up. <laughs> do you believe in star signs, moon signs, zodiac signs, and whether or not they factor into your life? Do you They're, believe in astrology? 
slightly, slightly. Um, there, I, I think that certain people get along with each other, uh, for cosmic reasons. Um, cause I mean, I believe in soulmates, so why mm-hmm. not? Right. Uh, but as far as, as far as astrology and zodiac signs, I have yet to have somebody be able to corral me to explain it to me. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, I don't, I don't, maybe I just haven't met the right person that's that much into it that they'll be like, oh my god, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. But I just haven't had as much experience as I probably would like. You know, I, yeah. I, I would like to hear somebody give me some school me on the zodiac shit. I, I got a funny story for you along those lines, and, okay. and I'm. Let me guess. It's a date. Uh, technically, yes. Okay. With, with my my now wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, and full disclosure, I'm not shitting on people who are all about astrology. I don't give a shit. You can do whatever you want and think mm-hmm. whatever you want. But my one word answer is no. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in any of that. Okay. That being said, I believe in you cosmic asshole. shit and soulmates <laughs> and, yeah. and everything happens for a reason. So, yeah, who am It's... They're very similar. I mean, why even make a distinction? But my point is, I remember on our, I don't remember if it was our first or our second date, Tara had brought something up on her phone in regard to astrology. And it wasn't because she was real big in it. It's because her best friend, Natalie, and our mutual friend, Natalie, is, is at least was, I think she still is, into astrology. And... I remember her bringing it up on her phone, and I I remember thinking this isn't gonna work. <laughs> I was like, uh oh. And I remember telling her, be like, yeah, I'm very not into that stuff at all. And uh, I don't think we ever talked about astrology again, oh, okay. uh, other than like funny fleeting mention of it. Because like I said, it it was more of like a a fun thing for her to talk to Natalie about because Natalie likes it mm-hmm. the same way that I might indulge you on something that you're into and rap i'm not current yeah. day rap yeah, honestly like <laughs> like current day rap and i'll still listen to it or like i said humor you if you tell me to listen to a song that's a really fast good example another tangent speaking of Let's rap do it. ty dolla sign released his album i didn't listen to it yet oh I, so actually i i knew about it because good friend kurtz sent uh sent me he's really good about it whenever he hears an album that he really likes he sends it on over to me Mm -hmm. uh so i i've been listening i've been bumping it all day it is really good but interestingly enough ty dollar sign who is part of tgod um what what is tgod taylor Taylor ganger die oh my god isn't that so (gasps) dude shame on you we're so far away from Wiz these days yeah but speaking of Wiz, he's not on the album which is really weird on on Ty's album, yeah, yeah. I wonder if like something happened between them. Uh, not that you care at all, but I I looked through it and I was like, oh, that was weird. But yeah, good album. Uh, I think it's I think it's uh, chauvinistic, not chauvinistic. What's the word? Uh, narcissistic. <laughs> For <laughs> well, him, a lot of rap is chauvinistic. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That too, but it's narcissistic. Album name is featuring Ty Dolla Sign mm-hmm. by Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> Good album. It's, give it a listen. Um, tangent. It's it's one word away from being eponymous. That's <laughs> another good word for you. So, okay, the, the amble of the topic. He asked us to take a personality test, uh, live or not. And I'll say for the sake of time, we won't do it live. But after this, let's do it again on our own time. Mm-hmm. I'll put the results in the episode description. And we will compare it to see what we got whenever we did this a couple years ago, because it changes for people. I had a big thought. 
today okay. actually i was listening to an nfl show about the this is this is weird the power rankings of the nfl i love sports for those of you who love sports it was and it was like just ranking the the 30 nfl teams in order of like who's the best right now at the moment and the show was super interesting to me uh i thought especially because only one person took the test it was two guys mm-hmm. on the show one guy took the test and the other kind of just played devil's advocate the whole time during the test. I feel like you and I should start doing that more often on the podcast is one of us does it. And the other person just plays devil ad devil's advocate on their Yeah. Like, because you and I are so similar in so many ways and that gets, that can get boring. That's why I love having guests. So yeah, exactly. But we have a, we have enough things sometimes where we differ, but I, that's a great idea. I mean, basically like in debate, class you yeah. know in high school like you're assigned a topic and you defend it whether you agree with it or not or or whatever right like so. if you took the myers-briggs jung type test and yeah. you got the enfj and i'm like you're not a j and yeah I, like why do you think you're a j and like how did you answer this that yeah. would be a lot more interesting than being like i'm also an enfj all right moving on well <laughs> spe- hilariously speaking of aren't we both enfps uh, mine has changed a lot over okay. the years. Like I swear to God, every time I take it, it's different. I'm, so. I'm pretty sure historically and consistently I'm an ENFP and I think Tara's an INFP. Do you I know think I was an ENFJ the first time I took it? Uh-huh. And I think I've bounced away and bounced back and bounced away and bounced back to that. Off the top of your head. Do you know if like, if it makes sense that an ENFP and an INFP together are extremely compatible. Or? So the what I do remember about this, and this is this answers your question perfectly, are the 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 end numbers, the two end numbers. So the E and the I and the P and the J on the end okay. are supposed to be opposite and the middle numbers are supposed to be the same for like perfect compatibility. So we're like seventy five percent in terms of that test. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um so as far as balance goes. Yeah, yeah. So does it explain why you two are so compatible and explain why we differ on this is the next part of his Uh, well this is yeah this is wrapping up the amble Mm -hmm. what what are we different on off Um, the top of your head I know it's probably political views in a lot of ways I mean as far as fiscally I don't know I feel like you and I have both moved toward the center yeah that's true that's true I mean like I would I would I wish I could vote for somebody who was going to win yeah. in the middle, you know, that's not going to happen. Right. So I almost don't even, you know, I, I look at them and I'm like, Oh baby, I wish if right. you had some, yeah, M- maybe next four <laughs> years or maybe the next eight years. I know what you mean. But, um, I, I mean, I think that we, like, I, I know that I know who you support and I know that I am not as huge of a supporter of that person. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe, uh, athletics <laughs> yeah totally that i mean what are we different on i i think that athletes point. you know what here's here's a good one i think it is this is something that we probably differ on i love that lebron james uses his platform right to to like reach out to people who are less privileged than him to be like this is how i feel and this is what's good i think that that is a cool thing <laughs> yeah i i think and I wouldn't condemn that across the board. Mm-hmm. I think it all depends on something that nobody knows, and that is personal intent. Mm-hmm. Like, what are his intentions? You know what right. I mean? Like, when you take a look at um, different leaders of causes and things throughout time, 
I think if they're doing it for the right reasons, then it's a good thing, even mm-hmm. if it's something I disagree with, if they have good intentions. I think that makes a huge difference. And while I think, it, in my humble opinion, while sometimes I think LeBron James can be even hypocritical, mm-hmm. I get the impression he's a pretty genuine guy mm-hmm. and he has the right intentions. Yep. That's my nothing opinion of somebody I don't know too I don't know anything about. You know what I mean? Here's here's another one that I'm just, I'm just trying to think of other things that we uh yeah might be similar or disagree on. Um do you believe in a two or three strike rule? Do you think somebody should get the benefit of the doubt or do you think as soon as they mess up once that they Oh definitely not once. Okay. Anybody who has that kind of a policy except with adultery. I'm pretty pretty have a pretty staunch policy on that. But like in general, mm-hmm. To say that you can't be afforded even a single mulligan or mistake, like mm-hmm. you're a hypocrite because everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. I Yeah, but I mean like – so this this goes with uh, like the police. Or rape or child <laughs> piddling, those things. No no strikes, just right. immediate execution. So let me, let me just take it to a quick topic on like policemen mm-hmm. it, it constantly getting like a – uh, like mulligans for right. make, for for mistakes with excessive the, force, yeah, excessive force. Yeah. But like people also use the same argument of, yeah, but pilots can't have like that one mistake. It rule. kills three hundred people. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the same with police. I mean, they make a mistake and they kill a person. It's, yeah. I mean, one person versus three hundred people. I mean, yeah, there's a difference there. But it's also the same that you're committing murder or manslaughter or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you know, this is another thing that neither you nor I can paint with a broad brush on. I can't have a policy that goes across the board. Um, Policing, for example, has so many different layers to it. And I am so totally unwilling to say anything publicly on the podcast about it. Um, It's just in a lot of there are a lot of things in life that you have to examine on a case by case basis. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the nature of the world that we live in. Not everything's in black and white. Yeah. So uh, to kind of wrap it up, I think that what, what actually defines the differences between you and us, I think that you have very strong opinions on things, whether you're willing to say them publicly or with other people or not. Mm -hmm. I feel like I am, uh, and, and that and that's totally that's a great thing, you know. Yeah. Like I think having an opinion makes you like defines who you are about yep. a lot of things. I feel like there there's and this might make me a bad person, but I'm I'm very and once again I'll use this word malleable to a lot of differing opinions. Like I have I have a stance, but I'm very close to like switching at all times. Dude, I I am more like that than I ever. First of all, you've always been like that, which yeah. is a, an admirable quality. It's not a I, bad thing. That, but I don't know. Like, am I? Do I? Do I know who I am? Who am I? Is Tommy Spitali anybody, or am Dude. I just a cloud? No, I think I'm dust. Honestly, I have adopted a saying in the past, I don't know, two years. And I think you've said you like it before. I reserve the right to change my mind Mm -hmm. about anything at any time. Yeah. And I will do that. If a new set of data or some sort of a relevant experience or whatever is presented to me, that causes me to change my mind. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've, I've learned a lot as a person and experienced a lot over the past um, especially I'll say seven to eight years since I moved to Atlanta. I mean, that's 
a big difference from being sheltered in Podunk Town in Pennsylvania, getting out of all the way town. to like one of the most metropolitan cities in the country. So, you know, that's that's a huge part of of who I am today. You and, and I definitely agree on the fact that you need to move at some point yes, in your life. <laughs> yes, ex- especially if you were born in you know in a place that you are you're sheltered. Mm-hmm. Uh, frankly, pretty narrow minded. You know what I mean? And, and that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you need more experience yeah. and wisdom and you have to meet more people. If you don't mind me bringing this full circle really quick, of course, we're getting this topic from our friend Alex, but um, Alex, I can't remember if he, did he grow up in Atlanta? I, I don't, his family's from New York, oh, not okay. city. Well, state. point of the story is so. Alex lived in Atlanta, was our neighbor, Alex neighbor. That's what I have him in my phone as Alex neighbor. <laughs> um, he, moved to Nebraska where he's figuring out that he's not super happy, but he gave it a, a really good try. I mean, one year now, one or one and a half, two years almost. Yeah. Something like that. And he's like, I, I know that this isn't right for me. And once again, he's actually in talks with Claire about novellas, yeah. which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I, I just, I applaud you, Alex, for giving it a shot in Nebraska and, that is more important than any life experience than, that you'll ever have. And I'm pretty sure you would agree with me that you'll, you'll be happy that you did it, but you're ready to move on. And I think that that's something that you and I hard agree yeah, on. Yeah, let's face it. We both love living here. I think whenever you consider a backup plan moving back to Atlanta, that's a pretty <laughs> good worst-case yeah, scenario. Yeah. Now, he, he, you know, he, he said that he might want to go back up, up north or whatever. But, yeah, it's just... It's really cool because Alex called me about a week ago to, you know, we were just, he was listening to Craft Heads and he loved two episodes so much. They were actually two one-on-ones that I did. One with uh, Keith, the marathon runner and, and Brett Stroney, uh, the, the jack of many trades. He's done all kinds of things and experienced lots of things Never in life. Never jack of many trades before. Yeah, because not all trades, <laughs> but um, he, he, had a, he has a great radio voice and he just loved, he actually said to me, I'm not meeting as many people as I'd like to, and I'm getting to do so vicariously through the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. like it made me so happy. That's why we do this. That's why we do this podcast is for people to call or text you, regardless of whether it's that or somebody says, oh, this episode was really funny, or this one really perked me up, or this one made me think I've never thought about that topic that deeply. That's why we do it. Yeah, so, we have all of the versions. This is clearly one that, is supposed to make you think. It's not yeah. the funniest. We have a funny one. We have a thinking exactly. one. But uh, hey, recaps. Yeah, reca- recaps are good too. Um, my favorite, personally, because I, I love, love having fun with yeah. you. But uh, Alex, just to test you and make sure that you got through this episode, which I'm sure you will, hearing your name so many times, are you an extrovert? Because it sounds like you are. If you're saying I'm not meeting enough people, that's an extroverted thing, right? Let yeah. us know. Yeah. If I had to take a stab at Alex, I would say. I don't know. He's got. He's, he's a in mix. Between. Yeah, he definitely has both qualities, which I think is great. I mean, it's having a mix of any kind of qualities is is uh, is a nice thing because it makes you to use your word. I, I love that you said malleable. Mm-hmm. But um, another thing that I was thinking about before we move on from this to wrap things up, as you were talking about having strong opinions, one of the things that drives me nuts about some other people's opinions is. 
how, how many times have I said I'm, I'm not willing to talk about certain things mm -hmm. or, or just in general? You know, there are certain things I don't talk about with work people. Publicly. Uh, what, publicly, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, somebody I know and trust, even if they have a complete opposite opinion of me, if they're a friend, I know that they'll accept mm -hmm. or at least respect my opinion and, and vice versa. There is one side of the aisle, I'll leave it at that, that always has to make their opinion known mm -hmm. on any 100 items. And I don't understand where that – it is literally – it's like a compulsion. Mm -hmm. And whereas it's just like I, I know where I stand, and if, if somebody asks me, I'll tell you. But I don't – it's it's kind of like the joke about how if somebody is a vegan or if they do CrossFit or they own a Mercedes, <laughs> like they have to work those things into a conversation. Yeah. And I hear it all the time. I see it in work chats. People, they make a statement that is clearly – meant to intend uh, they want people to know where they stand and it's like i don't give a fuck where people think i stand you know like they're just my opinions if you ask me i'll tell you so i don't know that's there's that's three types of people there's the people words. like me who like just will will hear whatever everybody mm -hmm. has to say there's people that won't say anything and then there's people that have to tell you everything yeah even yeah. though yeah you know so yeah, that's a really good point. And, and, and it also goes for, uh, you know, like listening. There are some people who under no circumstances will listen to what you have to say because they are so far off the deep end and that that's not okay. <laughs> but anyways, uh, last thing, nature versus nurture, wrapping it up. I'm pretty sure that whatever I said on that episode, you said it was nine. Yes, yeah, I think episode nature nine, versus nurture. nature versus nurture. Yes, I, I'd be willing to bet if I went back and listened, I would say something extremely similar to this. I think it's almost equal parts. Yeah. In in how a person turns out, you have to be raised well. You have to be surrounded by good people. Uh, you know, obviously, the better circumstances, the better chances, or the better off you'll be. But I'm not willing to give that side of things more than like 50% or maybe like slightly in favor of it, 60%. Like I of also 60% being what of nurture. And I'm, and like I said, like that's all, that's the most I would give it. I, I want to say that I, I'm pretty much 50, 50 because one of my biggest tenets of being alive and being a part of a functioning society is you have to take responsibility for your actions. You're responsible for what you do think and say, and like unless you have a crate if you're schizo if you have schizophrenia like you're an outlier that's a different conversation for the average person personal responsibility is like the utmost important and virtuous <laughs> virtue that you can possibly have and that's why nature to me is is half the equation um i think this is interesting because you said you are maybe 60% nurture 40% nature AKA 50-50. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we both said the same thing on episode nine. What, like 60-40 AKA 50-50? I'm pretty sure 50, we 50? both said 75 nature, 25% nurture. So if anything, oh, wait a minute, you're saying I, I, I might we, have gone Yeah, I think direction. you went the wrong, the, the, not the wrong way, right. sorry, the, the other way. And Will, I kind of want to pull it up. Let's, let's take a look. So we're back. We just listened, and Tommy was right, and this is pretty hilarious. We 
all of us, we didn't give a specific number. It didn't sound like it in that clip that we listened to. We all leaned slightly nature. And now I'm like second guessing myself, which sounds stupid. And it's like, I'm trying to retcon something. I think because I use the word slightly, it's, I just said the same thing here. I just said like 60 max, but really You're as close 50, to 50, 50 as possible. I am still, and you waver all, you can waver all the time. I'm still on the end of nature. And I'm and I'm probably a little bit more than you guys than slightly. I would say seventy thirty nature over nurture for me. But um, I know that that's a topic for another time. Maybe we can do a full follow up on that. That's yeah how I well, stand. I am not so vain that I would uh, overwrite anything that I said. But <laughs> I I almost think that what I said about if if I had to lean one way that that is compatible with my belief of personal responsibility being the ultimate virtue. Those two things that I just said are almost at odds with each other. So maybe I'm having a, I'm probably having a, a problem articulating my, my beliefs there. I actually, whenever you were saying that you believed nature over nurture there, and then you went into that personal responsibility diatribe, diatribe I was wondering. Okay, thank you. This it, makes me feel better. Yeah, because Na- I'm blaming like, the whistle pig. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, pig. Yeah. Um, nature is part of taking accountability for who you are. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because if you lean towards the nurture side, which this is just my opinion, and that's what this podcast is about. Yep. But nature is taking personal responsibility. Nurture is saying, "Well, that's just how I was raised." Yeah. That's right? that's the thing. Like nurture, I I know what I just said. Nurture to me, if you lean too heavily on it, I'm distilling this into one word. It becomes an excuse. I I I, I do agree with that. And yeah, I know we've yeah. we've talked about not agreeing a lot on this podcast, but I 100. Yeah, that's where whenever people tell me that they believe in nurture over nature, that's where I'm just like, no, like there, don't do the whole. This is who I am. Like anybody be, can become. A better person and yep. i'm pretty sure a hundred percent of people would agree with me on that whether you truly believe it or not yeah everybody wants to say yeah i can i can become a better person yeah. i can change who i am example a a person who is goes to jail for some some kind of you know crime that they committed we want to believe that you can change yourself you can be re- rehabilitated yeah yeah exactly yeah i mean it's and and then that goes back to the conversation about mistakes and getting strikes and everything. So mm-hmm. I don't know. There's no blanket answer. There's I, definitely no blanket answer. And and I this. think I, it, the only blanket answer that is if you come down on one side a hundred percent, I I think you're wrong. Yeah. You know, and and that's okay. You're yeah. and anybody's entitled to that opinion. But both play into it. But you know, it it almost it's almost like the nurture factor is more about uh, odds Mm -hmm. and probability. You know what I mean? Because like, if you take somebody who is born in the worst, worst possible situation and they do the proverbial rags to riches, it's like, okay, that was possible on on any level because of nature. But they, it's like, depending on how far, how stacked the deck was against you, you might've had a a lesser chance. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But you're still ultimately responsible for yourself. Period. Ooh. I just I think I just realized that I was using the wrong argument. 
<laughs> Dude, it's definitely the whistle pig. No, it's just a very complicated topic. Mm, it is. And the words and are saying, way too similar. And I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also, like, using the that's just who I am for nurture is literally saying... That's nature. That's nature. I, Tommy, I swear to God, I thought that. Okay. But uh, we're getting good because we don't interrupt each other as much as we used yeah, to. Yeah. Not that we ever liked doing that. It was just a bad habit. That, the When I say that's just who I am, that's just how I was raised. Yeah. You know, like that's what, that's the word I should have used yeah. for that point. But holy shit, what a complicated topic. It is. And I still, no matter what I've said to contradict myself, I'm still a 70, 30 nature over nurture. Sorry if I confused anybody. I'll, I will give my, my final answer, and if it if it sounds like a cop out and I'm retconning, I'm sorry. 50-50. Well, definitely 50-50. <laughs> okay. And if anything, uh leaning more toward personal responsibility. That's what I'm gonna say. So you classify that however you want, and mm-hmm. you know, maybe I just didn't articulate it uh well enough earlier. But that's a huge part of it. So is that it? Yeah, that, that's like, it. We sound like I sound like a flip flopper. Yeah, I know, and I'm, I reserve the right to change my mind <laughs> at all times. I also feel like I'm I've said arguments on both sides, yeah. whether or not that I'm saying them correctly. Yeah. So it's probably fifty fifty, guys. Yeah. That's my final answer. But I think that their nature is the thing. Hey, okay, God, we gotta you wrap this up. You can't change who you are. Sometimes, you know, another reason why I get borderline sentimental about nurture because in my particular situation it's, it's about very personal it's about me giving credit to my family yeah and my friends exactly you know what i mean because it's like i don't want to discredit there i don't want to discredit your influence yeah. on me you brought me to tears in your best man speech <laughs> at the reception Thanks. thank you and you said something along the lines of like you know being proud of the man I became and, and everything else. And like you were, you said something like if I had, if I'd like to think that I had a little something to do with that and yeah. you absolutely did. So it's like for me to say, well, I'm 90 nature and, and 10 nurture, it almost takes away some of that credit from you. But to take it one step farther, yeah, I have you to- saying that is like, that's your nature inside of you yeah. saying, I, I know that I can, give credit to other people yeah that's true and then that's nature <laughs> God, yeah. the fuck? It, it's like it's such a complicated multi-faceted yeah. onion of a topic but we'll, we'll, we'll wait another multi-layered year and a half onion and do part three <laughs> and see what happens and then we'll just contradict ourselves yeah we're just gonna keep bouncing back and forth every year uh wow this i really enjoyed this episode, me too just so you know and i think it's a great opportunity for people to email us at craftheadspodcast <laughs> at gmail.com because I remember one of the biggest splashes we ever made with our listeners was the five senses podcast mm-hmm. and everybody had an opinion and they were like clamoring to share. Like people were texting us, what not even emailing, texting us. And we would love to hear what you think nature versus nurture. I would love to hear from somebody who is like a 90, 10 mm-hmm. and explain why. And yep. I will have you on the podcast. We'll have anybody on the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, cheers, Tommy. Uh, let's, Let's go have another drink, play a little bit, a little bit of Smash. And for the record, two, two or three sessions ago, I had a really yeah, bad you. Smash night. Oh, <laughs> and then the following ones, I fucking spit up. <laughs> I, I thought just, you were gonna talk some shit. Well, you I'm giving now. you credit. <laughs> yeah. The past couple of times, I was just dominating Spitta, and yeah. I put him. I, I, 
we were playing till like two thirty the other night. Yeah, and no, it's it's, it's really interesting. I think of the past five times that we've played, the first two times you dominated me. The next two times I mm-hmm. dominated you, mm-hmm. and then most recently you beat the shit out of me. So it was incredible. It's time for me to fuck you up and smash. We're on an equal playing field. Let's have another baby drink as we play. Yeah. And then, then there's no excuses. Because sure. you were drunker than I was last time. Yeah. Same way that I was drunker <laughs> when you destroyed me. We're we're definitely figuring out the data is yeah. Drunker leads to more losses. The data is there. Thanks for listening, everybody. Data and Picard. <laughs>